We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world, with all its power and might, steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of Do you have a Gadsden flag? Do you have a Gonzales battle flag? Do you have a Betsy Ross flag flying at your house or your cottage or in your front yard? Well, if you do, the FBI just cited you as a potential terrorist. Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Good morning and welcome to The Rebellion. Thank you so much for listening into the show. To those of you who do so on a routine basis, thank you. We continue to exceed 60 and upwards to 70,000 listens per month for The Rebellion. Now, if you're listening and you're a first-timer or if you're somewhat new, remember this. I've encouraged everybody to copy links to your favorite episodes of The Rebellion and post them out there in your social media world your Facebook pages, Twitter, MeWe, Gab, Gitter, whatever you use, Truth Social, all of the above. Post your favorite links of the rebellion out there and get more people to listen in. That's the way we continue to build our followership, get more members of the rebellion. Also, when you do listen to the rebellion, if you'd give us a five-star rating, that would be excellent. That's the way we continue to up our algorithms. And then the show gets out there more pervasively in the social media world. So thank you for your loyalty. Also, if you want to support us, you can go subscribe to The Rebellion by going to patreon.com backslash Dr. Everett Piper. That's patreon.com backslash D-R-E-V-E-R-E-T-T-P-I-P-E-R. And thanks so much to all of you who support us. Uh, It takes time to do this, obviously. Um, I don't do it just to hear myself talk. Uh, It takes a little bit of time and reading and preparation to try to give you something that's worthwhile. So I appreciate your support. Also, if you're listening and you live in my area, Osage County District 1, remember that we have a runoff election this coming Tuesday, August 23rd, and I'm running for county commissioner. It's going to be a close one, and everybody that shows up for this runoff election will definitely choose your next county commissioner, and as well as the other leaders of your county and this state. Ryan Walters is running for superintendent of public instruction. I strongly advise you to vote for him and not April Grace. If you want your public schools to be supervised and led by somebody who shares a biblical worldview, a conservative worldview, a worldview that conserves the time-tested truths of our constitutional republic as well as our culture. If you want somebody that understands that pornography should be taken out of your public school libraries and your public school curriculum, uh, even for the elementary age kids, if you want somebody that understands that gender queer and flamer, these books that have pictures of adult men having sex with minors, 
Um, if you, and that's true. I'm not making that up. I can, I could post the pictures because they're there. You can find them if you just. And I, you don't even want the garbage in your head, but if you want proof that this stuff that Ryan Walters and others are saying, such as myself, then the proof is there. You see pictures of that they include in these graphic books that are available for junior high kids and in some cases even younger. Ryan Walters understands that you should be teaching our students how to count and how to read and how to write and we should have a history curriculum that teaches that America is exceptional and that our founding documents are good, not bad. That's what we should be teaching in our publicly funded, meaning your tax dollars, our publicly funded schools. Why in the world would you approve of your money being used to indoctrinate your kids into an ideology that is antithetical, opposite of your worldview. If you're conservative in any sense of the word, if you believe that America is a good country, if you believe that our founding fathers had exceptional wisdom and that our documents were set up to give us the freedoms that we now enjoy, then, then you need to vote for Ryan Walters because that's the stuff that he believes your kids should be taught. Uh, state, sen- excuse me, not state senator, but our our Senate race is also important. You have T.W. Shannon and Mark Wayne Mullen in a runoff there. And you also have Labor Commissioner. I, I would strongly endorse Sean Roberts in that area. Um, if you're listening and you're in, the, in Washington County, not Osage County, you can vote in the Congressional District runoff race. And as you know, I strongly support Josh Burkeen over Avery Fricks in that particular race. So anyway... Um, pay attention to that stuff. Thanks for listening into the show, and thanks for allowing me to go down a rabbit trail every once in a while, which is exactly what I just did. So let's get back to today's topic. Have you been labeled a potential terrorist, a security threat, simply because you have a Gadsden flag? The Gadsden flag is the coiled snake, and below it, it says, don't tread on me. It was, it was the symbol of the revolution, the American Revolution, where the, the people of, the, of America, the leaders of America, the, the citizens here in the continent of the United States of America were saying, actually, I should say the people of the colonies were saying that don't tread on me. Get your boot off my neck. Because if you don't give me freedom that I, by the laws of nature and nature's God, uh, have been endowed with, then I'm going to bite you. I'm going to strike at you. Don't tread on me. That's what that, that's what that flag represents. And of course, the Betsy Ross flag, you understand that, the first flag of America, the United States of America. And then you have then you have the Gadsden battle flag, which is a flag for Texas, where the people of Texas were rising up and telling, telling Mexico, back off. We have a cannon and we'll, we will use it. So if you have these flags and you understand their value and their importance in uh, our march for freedom and liberty here in the United States, uh, the, our our, our our fight for independence, that we weren't going to be governed by a king any longer, and we weren't going to allow them to treat us as 
colonists. We wanted our, our own citizenship in our sovereign nation called the United States of America. If you understand all of this and you're proud of it and you wave those flags, you fly those flags in your front yard or you have a sticker posted on your car or your truck. If you, Well, if that's the case, you're now considered a terrorist or at least a potential one, according to the FBI and according to the mainstream media. Multiple people in the media are now saying, not, not only if you have those flags, but even if you just call yourself a Republican, forget those flags. But if you identify as a Republican, if you just, if you just have a, an, a, an elephant, you know, the, the official symbol of the Republican Party, the elephant uh, with an American flag superimposed over it, you know, red, white, and blue with stars— if you have that elephant, if, you have, if you're flying that flag in your front yard, or if you have that sticker on the bumper of your car or your truck, you now are an extremist of the most dangerous sort. You're dangerous, and you're contemptible. And this is exactly what they're saying. You have a violent ideology. This is what they're saying. This is what they're talking about. Former CIA directors are saying it. Military generals are saying it. Editors of the mainstream news are saying it. You are the most dangerous person in the world. So that's what we're going to talk about after the break. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. I'll be right back in a couple minutes. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. So the story I'm talking about right now is... Um, is this story where, I'll just call it the left, I don't know what you want to call it, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, mainstream media, you know. These figures, these editors, as well as the folks that they're interviewing, they're ramping up this rhetoric on how dangerous the GOP is. Again, it's it's not just the flag. You know, I've talked to you about how Ray has has said that these flags that we have that are historical markers, historical facts, they have positive messages to tell. And this is what we should be teaching our kids in our schools, I might add, not that these flags are just symbols of, you know, right-wing extremism, you know, the deplorables that live in the backwoods of heartland America, you know, these people that are rubes and, you know, a lot of gray matter. You know, th these are quotes from people like My Michael Bloomberg and Hillary Rodham Clinton and the mainstream media. They're laughing at you, Don Lemon, et cetera, that y you're just contemptible because you're stupid. Well, they've moved beyond the mockery to the actual citing you as a potential terrorist you know, Fox News reports that members of the left-wing media and their guests, you know, you know, these editors of Time Magazine and elsewhere, are are ramping up this rhetoric that's aimed at the Republican Party because they assume that if you're a Republican that you support, oh, the evil Donald Trump without any reservation, and you'd never, never criticize anything that Trump says or does which is asinine. That's crazy. You know that I have said repeatedly on this show, you thank politicians when they're right and you criticize them when they're wrong and 
you do that even if they're part of your own party. And I thank Donald Trump for defending my religious freedom. I'm grateful for that. I don't agree with everything he does and says, and I've said so. To your discomfort, probably. You probably disagree with some of my criticism of Trump and other politicians. Uh, Christy Nome of, uh, of South Dakota, I've criticized her because she did not take a good, strong stand on this transgender athletic stuff initially. She was very moderate and backed away from what DeSantis has done and even Governor Stitt has done here in the state of Oklahoma. Christy Nome was weak at first. Now she's come around. She's taking a stronger stand right now. Is it possible that she's come around because a few of the spokespersons within her own party criticized her and said, wait a second, you're wrong on that one. You need to you need to do a little bit more research and recognize that you're throwing real woman, women under the bus by not taking a stand for their right to have their own shower, their own restroom, their own bathroom, their own scholarship, and their own sport. Now, Christine Nome is on the right track now because I would argue people within her own party were not blindly loyal to her and dared to criticize her when she stepped out of bounds. That's what conservatives do. But if you're a conservative, if you're a conservative Republican, you've got people like the director of the FBI and the former CIA director and mainstream media talking heads telling everyone in the world right now that this is what they're saying. You're the most dangerous political force in the world by a large margin. That's what Ed Luce, he's the editor of uh, what's the uh, what, he's the editor of the Financial Times. He tweeted this. I've covered extremism and violent ideologies around the world over my career, and I've never come across a political force more nihilistic, dangerous, and contemptible than today's Republicans. Nothing close. I mean, seriously, you've covered extremism and violent ideologies around the world for your entire career, which I assume means you've covered uh, the extremism of the Taliban, for example. Uh, they're beheading people. They're cutting people's heads off. They're raping 10-year-old little girls and forcing them into, quote-unquote, marriage. They're, they're, they're raping and pillaging local communities that will not bow to their ideology. And you're going to turn around and say that you've never seen anything more nihilistic, more dangerous, and more contemptible than a Republican? This is where these people are going. They make no sense. They, they make no sense. And here's former CIA director Michael Hayden. He tweeted, I agree. And I was the CIA director. He's agreeing with Luce's tweet. The CIA director is saying he's never seen anything more violent and more contemptible, more dangerous than a Republican? I mean, Mr. CIA Director, Mr. Michael Hayden, have you heard of North Korea? H have, you, have you heard of China and the Uyghurs and how they're forcing these people into slave labor camps? Have you heard of Russia? <laughs> My land. Have you heard of Cuba? And where people don't have freedom. Maybe... You should talk to some of the Ukrainians and how they feel about being invaded. These people, CIA Director Michael Hayden and this editor of uh, the Financial Times, Ed Luce, uh, 
These people are calling a conservative Republican the most dangerous, contemptible, nihilistic threat in the world. And it doesn't end there. Here, here on Tuesday, a Democrat, a Democrat advisor, Kurt Bardella, compared Republicans to a domestic terrorist cell. And he said this on MSNBC's The Readout. And then the host of that particular show, Tiffany Cross, agreed. And she claimed that there should be no distinction between Republicans and right-wing extremists. If you're a Republican, if you have that elephant sticker on your car or your truck, or if you're flying a flag with that elephant, you are a right-wing extremist now. That's what they're saying. And there were several guests that have appeared on MSNBC that have accused Republicans of operating a domestic terrorist organization over the past year. And the rhetoric is just, forgive the pun here, trumped up. They gin up the rhetoric to label anybody that disagrees with them a violent threat. You've got FBI and Department of Homeland Security. They've increased the, 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 um, the level of, um, of, of reporting here, identifying you as being against law enforcement and against the judiciary. Um, you're a threat to the police. Because you're a Republican, they, they're, they're claiming that you're calling for civil war and armed rebellion. Just because you're a Republican, they're painting the whole party with this brush, this black brush of, of being a domestic threat. Th these liberal media outlets, these networks, they can't distinguish between an extremist and a Republican right now. Or, or an extremist and a conservative American. Paul Weiner, a contributing writer for The Atlantic, he linked re the Republican Party to a dagger pointed at the throat of American democracy. And he said that on MSNBC's Morning Joe. The list goes on and on and on. The people should assume that all Republicans are dangerous until proven otherwise? You know who said that? The former Republican National Committee chair, Michael Steele, said that. He said that on the MSNBC network. And the reason they're doing this is because of Trump. They're, they're labeling any Republican to be an infection in the bloodstream of American politics. In American culture. It, who else has said this? Here's, here's another one. CNN senior political analyst Ron Brownstein. He claimed that the GOP is a dictatorial party similar to places like Turkey. Here's a quote. If you think about what is happening in the Republican Party, this is very much like the pattern of what we've seen in examples like this abroad. And he cited Turkey. And then there's our buddy Jim Acosta on CNN. He asked a counterterrorism analyst whose name is Philip Mudd what he thought about 
the increased calls for violence aimed at the FBI. Again, full stop right there. Have you personally, if you're listening to me right now, have you called for any increased violence aimed at the FBI? Have you done that? Are you guilty of that? Have you posted that? Have you talked about that? Have you supported that? I'm guessing that 99%, 99 99.9% of you have never done that. Never done that. But they're suggesting that if you're conservative and if you're a Republican, if you're part of over 50% of the American people who identify as Republican or conservative independents, a libertarian that would fly these flags that I'm talking about. If, if you're one of those people, then what Acosta and Mudd are saying is that you are provoking violence in ways that are similar to the extremism that they see overseas. That's what Mudd said. He said, when I follow extremism overseas, I never anticipated that I would see the same thing in America. You've got people in the Washington Post and ABC News accusing you of lighting a bonfire under the rule of law. That's their language. On Wednesday, the New York Times, they released an opinion piece And they said, Republicans are America's problem. Here's their quote. It's written by Charles Blow. We must stop thinking it hyperbolic, he said, to say that the Republican Party itself is now a threat to our democracy. I understand the queasiness about labeling many of our fellow Americans in that way. I understand that it sounds extreme and overreaching, but how else are we to describe what we are seeing? Close quote, Charles Blow for the Washington Times. So he's saying we, we should stop even feeling guilty or queasy about using language that we formerly might have said was hyperbolic about our Republican friends. They are a threat to our democracy. We should label them potential terrorists. I know it sounds extreme and overreaching, he says, but how else are we to describe what we're seeing? Maybe you could describe it as open debate, a robust exchange of ideas. Maybe you could talk about it within the context of the First Amendment, that we have the freedom to say what we want to say and wave whatever flag we want to wave, especially flags that represent America's march for freedom and independence and justice. (laughs) The Betsy Ross flag? Are you serious? That's a symbol of terrorism now? The don't tread on me flag, which is part of our history of saying to the government, to the king, get your boot off of me. And if you don't, I'll strike out. I'll strike out for my liberty, for my privacy, for my property, for my progeny. That's the nature of that flag. That's what it represents. And how about the Gadsden battle flag? We're armed and we will defend ourselves. Back off. Now, those are facts of our history, and if I say that, am I going to be subject to an FBI investigation just for citing the facts of our history? And when they come knock on my door and I say, wait a second, read what I've said, listen to my radio show and my podcast, and you will recognize that I'm not a blind loyalist, that I've criticized Republicans quite robustly, thank you, because I thought they were wrong, desperately wrong. But seriously, you're going to put me in the box of a potential terrorist simply because I believe 
in the exceptional nature of the American march for liberty and freedom and justice? That I'm pledging allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and the to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, indivisible with liberty and justice for all? When are you going to start labeling those who believe in the Pledge of Allegiance as potential terrorists? And just because I believe that a woman should have the right to her own sport and her own shower and bathroom and locker room, that makes me a potential terrorist? Just because I don't believe in printing monopoly money, hand over fist, to make inflation go down, and I actually call you out and say that's asinine? It will do the exact opposite thing you're claiming it will do? That makes me a potential terrorist? Just because I don't believe in your green socialism? And I pointed out the fact that your scientists are fudging their data when it comes to climate change. And that it's not scientific to claim that we only have 10 or 12 years of existence if we don't, if we don't start using sources of energy that will not solve the problem. Because you've got to have a power plant to plug in your electric car. And what are you going to fuel that power plant with? coal or natural gas or hydro or nuclear so stop sticking your head in the sand does that make me a terrorist to say that and how about when i criticize joe biden for being completely inept and incompetent am i a terrorist now for saying so i mean the list goes on and on and if i point out the fact that you know, I think Donald Trump has done some pretty ridiculous things. Some of his tweets are juvenile. I've met with him personally, and he clearly didn't understand my conservative social morality. But even though he doesn't understand it, he still defended my right to live that way and run my college that way. Am I a potential terrorist for saying that? These people are saying that I am, that I'm dangerous that I'm inciting an insurrection? Really, that's where we are in terms of the national dialogue. They're inciting revenge, intolerance. They're the ones who are causing all of this division and all of this hatred and all of this suspicion. And then they turn around and point the finger at you for doing the exact same thing that they're doing. It's either a nefarious action on their part where they know that they're playing this ridiculous, illogical, fallacious game, or they've lost their minds. Literally, they've been given over to a reprobate mind and they can't think their way out of a paper bag any longer. The Epistle of Romans. Paul's warning to the first century Christians. I don't know which it is, but seriously, you're now a terrorist or a potential terrorist, a threat to the national security for being a Republican. 50% of the American people have just been put in that box. Think about that one. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.